Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. to episode 550. I'm your host, Nick the King Cooper. Joining me is Colton Blue Basket Sweat. Bam, 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 bam. 550. 550. That's a big number. That's a big even number. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's got fives and zeros. It's a good one. <laughs> um, we, uh, we all just returned from uh, a friend of the show, Alex White, Alex's wedding. <laughs> I was doxed him. Um, previous host, Alex, um, his wedding. Uh, so Aiden just made a 10 hour trip back, drive back. So he, he won't be joining us for obvious reasons. It'll just be me and Colton, another, uh, solo dolo show, yeah. do a bulo, <laughs> as the kids say. Um, so before we get into our weeks, we've got uh, a little bit of leak house news. Uh, also, if we miss any patrons or, um, uh, guffaw or uh, stories. We'll do them next week because I'm not 100% familiar with getting that information. So <laughs> sorry for the mix-up. Um, we'll talk about a little bit of leakcast news, uh, a t- tiny little bit of new news. There's no patch yet, which is surprising. Um, but then we'll jump into the competitive league section, roundtable, and mail fight. Colton, how was your week? My week was uh, pretty good. I'm trying to think back to I know like, Wednesday yeah, and pull up your match history. Yeah, let me, let me pull up my match history and see what I was up to Wednesday because I was, was probably getting some games in to make sure I was fully banked. Because um, uh, yeah, like you said, we were at a wedding uh, this weekend, mm-hmm. so I was not really playing any games. Um, from Thursday till today in the afternoon when I got home. Uh, Friday we had a, a pre-wedding land party, which was great fun. Uh, we we were down in Kevin's basement. The the groom to be was there. We played some Trackmania, some Warcraft three maps. We played nice. one game of League of Legends, which I lost. <laughs> yeah, it was it was so funny because um, Aiden was just like, "All right, as long as as long as we get Colton, like as long as we can kill Colton, we'll be okay." I got Graves, and there were two other eighty carries on my team. Mm-hmm. He got Malphite. <laughs> oh my god, that's so that's so unlucky. Yeah, so he just he went full AP Malphite, and he just popped me every time. Um, I I think I dodged his ultimate like twice that game. Nice, but it was yeah. it was still a really good time um, hanging out, seeing everyone. But yeah, we were playing video games till the to the late hours of the morning. I think we didn't get to bed till about five or four. yeah i was gonna say it was pretty late yeah uh, and that was coming after a night where on thursday the night before we were out in the city till about four as well uh so uh it's been a very busy very tiring weekend but a whole mm-hmm. lot of fun good food good drinks good fellows um how about you what how what was your week up uh, up to or what were you up to pre-wedding and How'd you enjoy your your wedding weekend? Um, so not up to too much pre-wedding. Uh, f- as for League of Legends, I think I'm up like a game and a half. I think I'm up like 25 LP on where I was previously. Um, played a little bit on my on my um, Plat Three Smurf, playing some Sejuani Top, and it's probably the easiest <laughs> like lane in the game. It's um, it's actually pretty wild. You just kind of exist until you can one hit people with your with your combo. Um, you get to build full tank, which is really fun. 
and still do a, a metric ton of damage. But um, yeah, I, uh, I I think like I don't know if you're if you're kind of fallen by the wayside and can't figure out where your place is in this meta, try some Sejuani top. It's remarkably easy for how uh, how effective it is. Um, otherwise, yeah, we went to the wedding. Um, had a had a lot of fun. We got some pizza, which was uh, super sick. Some what? Pizza? What? Hey, I said it right the first time. <laughs> you did. You did. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, I think that's pretty much it. So I suppose we'll uh, we'll get on with the show. I just closed the show notes on accident. You're, you're good. We'll move on into league cast news. Um, so if uh, if you don't remember me saying it the last few weeks, hey, I'll be at LCS finals. That's next weekend. Um, I know one individual did reach out for, uh, to me, and so we're planning on meeting up, I think, Saturday. Um, if you're going to be there, let me know. We can figure something out, say, hey, grab a picture, um, you know, whatever you want to do. Um, there's an event in our Discord, so make sure to join the Discord if you want to be a part of it or if you want to be a part of our community and chat with people. So everyone listening should want that, and if you don't, you're wrong. Um, but that's discord.gg forward slash leadcast. And that event that Aiden is hosting, it's going to be coming up later in the month. Um, we're going to be doing some uh, some sneaky League of Legends trivia. Uh, I believe single elimination, gauntlet, royale, winner takes all. I, I believe he's getting a prize. He yeah, there will about. be a prize. It's <laughs> happening September 23rd at 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. So uh, no ex- no excuses. It's a Friday. Yeah, most uh, everyone should be able to join NAEU. Whatever. Uh, maybe you have to stay up a little bit. Yeah, but, we're trying uh, to trying to get a hundred people there at the start mm-hmm. to get some to get some real elimination vibes, I guess. Yeah, and anyone can join. Um, but if you are a patron, you can submit questions to uh, Aiden. By DMing him or posting it on uh, on our Patreon, and uh, yeah, it'll uh, that way you you know at least one of the questions. Mm-hmm. So, but he's also going to make sure to only ask that question after you've been eliminated, because uh, Nick's going to know all the answers to every question. Well, you and I won't be participating as well as Aiden. I believe we are doing commentary. Probably, yeah. So we'll be eliminated. <laughs> we can't pay ourselves with uh, the prize pool. You just so. watch me. I'm a congressman now. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna approve our own raise. All, all in favor. Agree. Agree. <laughs> the eyes have hit. There we go. Uh, so Everyone was now up their patron by one level. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but that's about it for league cast news. So we'll head on over into new news, which is relatively light. I think there's one thing I did see. Uh, which I'll bring up after we go through the first two. Okay, sure. Yeah, so uh, Arcane won an Emmy this week for Outstanding Animated Program. Hell uh, yeah. I believe they won more than just that, but that is the uh, the really big one that um, uh, is worth uh, noting. Yeah, like so, I, I think it's uh, like the like kind of best picture of the category where it's just like best animated thing. Yeah. Um, but I think also the, one of the notable things about it, not only was it like a League of Legends thing, but it was, I think the first, um, animated series that was like developed and initially aired for a streaming platform Oh, to, cool. to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, check my facts listeners if I'm wrong, but I, I do believe reading that somewhere that it was the first like straight to and developed for streaming platform series to do so. That's awesome. Yeah, that's and, really cool. Uh, it it fucking earned it because that uh, Arcane is so good. It's extremely. Good. If you haven't uh, seen Arcane fan. yet, watch Arcane. Uh huh. Please watch Arcane. Um, and with that, we'll move into there's updated honor rewards. I didn't see this. Tell me a little bit about it. Yeah, so uh, gone are the days of gray Twitch. Uh, I'm sorry, gray Warwick and medieval Twitch chromas. Um, and instead we are going to be getting, let me click on it. The three honors skin line. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone, I got a skin. The first one is Malzahar. 
I think the still image they posted does not look very good. <laughs> um, I do think it's going to look pretty okay in in game. It'll it'll look good with movement and things like that. Yeah. Um, but it, de- it definitely is not a uh, flattering picture of the reward. So you saying I need to not spend my remaining honor five token or do spend it? Uh, you should. I don't believe um, it's going to be worth anything. Yeah, I don't believe it. Well, no, I think um, uh, I I, I think it. Will rem- will maintain its worth. It's just I think that they are doing away with the skin line, uh, and when you, uh, um, sorry, let me. I'm reading right now. Oh, okay. Honor five capsules will still contain the token you can redeem for Twitch Warwick or the previous chromas. However, you just get a skin. Um, Additionally, yeah. Whenever you, uh, whenever you finish the year, okay. I think. All right. Well, uh, I got. I'll I, have to choose between my my last two Warwick chromas. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So uh, they also mentioned that uh, end of game chat hasn't changed a bunch. Um. But uh, now that it's opt in, it's it's really nice that you know you don't have to see the toxicity if you don't want to. Um. And then they talked about how honor was calculated, which is something that was I thought was really cool. Yeah. They uh, gave everyone some hints where if you want to positively impact your honor score, uh, you should honor everyone all the time. Uh, you get extra honor if everyone on your team honors. So skipping that will negatively impact your climb. You get extra honor from non-pre-made teammates. So it, it is still beneficial to have your like duo partner honor you. However, it means less than if a teammate honors you, a random teammate. Uh, mm-hmm. And then they broke down the um, sort of uh, weight that honor like carries in certain modes. Um, so ranked solo and flex obviously have the, the highest honor weight. Um, if you're positive or negative in, in those games in terms of uh, behavior, it will more severely impact your honor score. And that is... Uh, and then it's a step down to normals, ARAM, and event modes, a.k.a. the non-ranked matchmaking uh, modes, uh, followed by co-op versus AI. So they uh, they kind of cited that, like, the the more higher, um, you, know, you know, stakes that there are for the game mode, the uh, the, the more heavily weighted that the, the honor is. Um, and then they said, this is, I think, the coolest part. That uh, honor progresses faster per game if you are consistently positive. Uh, a rare slip-up isn't too bad. However, if you flip-flop between being positive and being negative, uh, it is going to take you an extremely long time to climb. Um, so keep that in mind next time you're uh, uh, typing out a message. Not that any of our listeners would. No, <laughs> our listeners would never. No, yeah, but I, I, I do really like that because I think it's very easy to be positive when you're winning and Mm -hmm. toxic when you're losing Um, oh for sure for sure like that's the the whole point of like honor and like is like the diligence of it of hey i'm going to be a positive influence even when i'm unhappy with something in the game yep exactly Um, and as a as a long-standing member of the highest tiers of the honor Hell system, Hell yeah! Um, I I'm looking forward to more prizes. I I yeah no again like I've got the chroma, so I'm, there's only one honor chroma that I won't have after I spend mm-hmm. this. Nice. So thanks nice. for the free stuff, Riot Games. You got pranked. All I had to do was be a good person. <laughs> was just be a regular normal like good guy <laughs> yeah I, I don't know it's it is wild to me how like easy it is to get high levels of honor because you don't have to if you don't type ever you'll probably be honor five if you just oh never yeah check. for sure for sure it is uh it, it is definitely not the hardest thing to to reach um it is kind of hard to get there once you've already taken a step down the the path of toxicity mm-hmm. um but you definitely can you know get back obviously just yeah. uh, continue to be positive <laughs> mm-hmm. um so the one other piece of new news that i wanted to bring up real quick is that it looks like they're 
reopening up the champions queue or the champions level server or whatever it is um for every all of the world's players are going to get access to the na champion server Mm -hmm. while worlds is happening in na nice um that server is going to shift based on at what point of worlds they're at so like it's going to start on like the mexico server and then move to like the chicago server when they get to chicago Mm -hmm. um that's really cool yeah that yeah that's going to be really sick so you know people who already are on that server will still have it available all the professional players will be there and then they were talking about like they're going to give access to some content creators fingers crossed probably not us because podcasters aren't real content creators <laughs> um i but... mean definitely definitely not us we're not getting into the champions queue uh and we'd get fucking smacked well not not uh, to play but they're giving access to content creators with oh, like, spectator like spectator only access I see. I see. on on zero delay um, with like I the see. only stipulation being that they can't be streaming the vods like during world's broadcasts yeah that's but fair. i but i am hyped to see like you know i i imagine we'll we'll get some ls pov of like oh cool let's let's watch faker and jensen go at it in na champions queue we are definitely going to get mid beast uh we'll yeah. definitely get um uh oh god who are some other oh cadrel <laughs> like mm-hmm. uh well we'll definitely some get some captain flowers creators. just some, yeah games. some captain flowers some kobe kobe's doing a ton Hell of yeah. uh champions queues so very cool um can look forward to that for sure definitely awesome was there any anything else that you uh noted nope other than that um i, I think that was about it cool um, then we will move on. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. For the honor mode, there's one last thing. They said that for negative behavior, all detected disruptive behavior will impact your honor, even if it is not punished. So if you drop some some gamer words, some not very nice words uh, in chat, even if you don't get a chat ban, it will still negatively impact uh, uh, your honor progression. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I, I thought was really interesting. I don't know if they've ever come out and said that before. Everyone should so. have a public honor rank and a hidden honor matchmaking rating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's funny. <laughs> we, we need one public and private, and they need to not tell us how the private one works. <laughs> oh, God. That would, be so, that would be so fucking funny. It would be so funny. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so that's it for new news. Uh, no five stories that I don't believe... Um, yeah, if you left a five star, um, tell Aiden and he'll do it, like the little uh, starry cuck he is. Yeah, I fucking showed him. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on him. He's probably sleeping because he's exhausted. Yeah, because he drove ten hours today. Yeah, um, that's funny. Yeah, so I think we're moving on into competitive LC- uh, league section where we've got LCS and LEC playoffs continuing. Um, I'm getting caught up on these i think i watched the first three games of cloud nine versus hundred thieves mm-hmm. um but i think based on all the commentary i've seen everywhere hundred thieves ends up winning yeah, uh actually no uh oh. when, um cloud nine won that pretty decidedly oh sorry uh, three... no, Cl- cloud nine is what i meant to say i'm also very okay. tired Yes, uh, Cloud9 took it 3-1, um, and they, in my opinion, look like the best team in North America, as evidenced by them being in the uh, uh, the winner's bracket. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah they're, they're looking crazy good. I, I think they're playing the best right now. Um, I don't know if they're the best team, I'll say, um, but all you have to do is get hot at the right time, and that's literally the only thing that matters, uh, and that's what Cloud9 is doing. Um, I know some people are going to fight me on that, but that's my opinion. Yeah, I agree. All you need to do is get hot at the right time. Exactly. That's why I did it. That's why I live in Florida and I'm hot all the time. Hey, temperature jokes. Nice. (laughs) Global warming. Uh, And so the other series um, was what? Liquid. It was Liquid Evil Geniuses. Liquid EG. I have not watched that yet. Um, No, I'm... I'm... Mm. No, it was. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, let me pull up LOL Sports Wads. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't I don't remember. So CLG played T Team Liquid, but I can't remember when that was. I don't know if it was last weekend or the weekend CLG before. Team Liquid was Thursday, and Liquid won that. Yes. And oh, so EG they also played, played another TSM. one TSM, EG won that. That was Friday. Saturday was 100 Thieves C9. C9 3-1'd it. Sunday was EG Team Liquid. And... It's not showing me who won three, that. It was 3-2 uh, um, uh, EG, sorry. Okay. Yeah. So... Um, we've got our top three representatives for NA for Worlds. Um, it will be 100 Thieves, Evil Geniuses, and Cloud9. An utter surprise to, I think, absolutely no one. Uh, with the exception of Team Liquid not going, uh, which is really funny considering their roster is, uh, I think, by far the most expensive in North America. Um, Jensen, or, um, I'm sorry, Bjergsen alone might be, <laughs> might, might push it up there. Bjergsen uh, costs more than some teams. Uh, I would not be surprised if that were the case, <laughs> especially some of the uh, some of the lower tier teams. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, in North America, I believe. LEC already has their um, teams as well. Uh, I believe the Mad Lions, Fnatic, Rogue, and G two are all going to Worlds. Uh, Mad Lions going to Worlds despite losing every single best of series uh, <laughs> in uh, <laughs> in playoffs. Um, they lost their first one and then they instantly lost another one. So congratulations to them, I suppose. <laughs> way to go! Funny. Way to way to win playoffs by mm -hmm. losing. And uh, Fnatic made it, which uh, was a surprise to some, but uh, not Fnatic go Worlds. Hey. They made it. Fanatic, no reckless, no worlds. Just kidding. Um, yeah, so I think that's it. I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing if any team could take a game off of, or uh, a series off of Cloud9 at this point in NA. Um, because Evil Geniuses does not look good. Uh, 100 Thieves did not look super good versus Cloud9. Um, oh, I, I, we should also, this is like pretty breaking news that came out today. Uh Danny is um, Danny is being uh, is not going to be playing this weekend. Um, he is having uh, he's stepping down for mental health issues uh, in an official statement from Evil Geniuses. Um, so I believe I'm trying to find who it was like it was a K name. Yeah, like Cowrie or something something like that um, we we know all of we know, we know eg and their subs uh yeah cowry uh k-a-o-r-i um mm -hmm. which i believe is their academy ad carry that's also kevin's gamer tag on minecraft so i think that that's secretly kevin he was he was going <laughs> hard at the wild. wedding and he's got to go play <laughs> that would be pretty so wild much. um so yeah that's been uh, i mean that's kind of our competitive league talk it's been really yeah. fun to to watch I'm I'm really interested to see where how that develops. Um, yeah, it, it seems like you know my perspective is it, it's a young guy with a whole lot of pressure on him, getting a ton of backlash from a community where it's like when he does well he gets like flamed for playing too flashy or whatever, and then like if he doesn't get a pentakill every other game, people are like you're dog shit when he's you know easily been one of i think the top 380 carries in north america for his short-lived career so far and oh I'm, i wholeheartedly agree it, yeah um, like if not just number one it depends I, who you ask yeah it's hard it's hard to put him at number one just because i think his career is so like short it's it's only you know a couple splits at this point mm -hmm. um but he i mean he's probably got the most promise of of i would say the average more promise than the average lcs player um so yeah. hey good on him especially after uh worlds has already been um like confirmed for them where i i'm not gonna say there's no difference between a north american like one seed and three seed obviously there's a huge difference between playing like jdg and not playing jdg <laughs> um but i also think it's it's like overall not the biggest difference yeah and i think like 
it's still a crazy uphill battle (laughs) large scale yeah it's like large scale you still need to be able to compete with world-class teams and like yeah right if 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 you had been seed you know first seed great you might have gotten to quarterfinals but then like still been eliminated so yeah eventually you're gonna have to beat the best teams to be the best team in the world so yeah your journey could be harder or easier you know by a a tiny amount um but at the end of the day it's going to be hard especially Mm. uh it's a a very uphill battle so definitely so best wishes to danny in his recovery and uh hopefully the the reddit haters will calm down and try to allow na to have its best chance by fielding one of its bets 80 carries yeah yeah i definitely hope um no one is like super mean on danny uh because it's his like his mental health at the end of the day, it's just a video game. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, uh, awesome. I think that's it for the competitive league section. Um, so we'll move straight into the round table. Uh, I again will apologize. Aiden is not here to do the, the round table answer collecting. So our answers are just going to be from discord this week. Um, but we'll have Aiden uh, pick it up uh, next week. I don't have a Twitter account, so I can't look at replies very easily. Uh, on Twitter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gotta so. get you one of them. Mm, Elon okay. Musk is very disappointed <laughs> in you. That's pr- maybe a good thing at this point. <laughs> maybe, who knows? Yeah. So you want to uh, read the first ones and I'll read the second ones? Yeah, so uh, last week's question was, what is your favorite splash art in League of Legends? Um, and the series of ones I opened, I'll start with those. It's from Big yeah. Mike, who said, has to be giant enemy crab got. Makes him look unstoppable. That's one of my favorite splash arts. It's it's really good. Yeah, it it he just makes him look big. Yeah, which is like really funny to me. <laughs> it, yeah, and it's like it's one of those weird things where like size doesn't really things don't really scale in League of Legends super well. Yeah, where like you know Yordles are supposed to be very tiny, and yeah, their models are smaller, but like things but that are supposed pretty, to be like big are not normally yeah. that big. Or, yeah, yeah, that's a really good, like, perspective is, is like, everything, like, the difference between Aurelian Soul, for instance, and, like, Teemo is not, like, that crazy, despite one being absolutely gargantuan compared yeah. to the other. But, um, uh, yeah, I think that the splash art does it justice, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from Vitali, also on our Discord, old slash original lollipoppy skin because in loading screen, she instilled fear into everyone's eyes. I uh, I, I don't think that some of our listeners um, at this point have ever experienced uh, the joy that is old lollipoppy. Um, and uh, hey, there's a reason that you know there's a yearly like mashup between lollipoppy and new champions faces. Uh, uh it is nightmare fuel <laughs> it is not a very good uh um splash art <laughs> no it's the very best of all of them. <laughs> or is the very best yeah i don't know which um awesome so the next set it has sharky you know splash art goes too hard to not mention updated traditional trundle the raw sexual energy exuded from the troll makes it possibly the most potent splash art in the game Wow, a little uh, thirsty for Trundle, traditional Trundle. Uh, Lil Barnabas, the Legends of Terra guy, says Sweeper Ramus is the best splash in League. Look at his dumb smirk as he flies through the air after being mega kicked. That's uh, that's really funny. Uh, Sight says uh, Atrox Classic, I love the bloodshed. And Jacoby said Black Scourge Singed. I don't even play Singed, but I got it anyway just because I thought the artistic approach on the skin line was beautiful and wanted to see more skins from this goth Black Plague theme set. I, I'm not edgy, I swear. <laughs> uh, awesome. So uh, I also did not pick a, a this week's roundtable question. Colton, would you like to select one? I'll leave it up to you. Sure. Let's uh, Let's go ahead and say we'll do the bottom one. Uh, congratulations, you are Riot's newest voice actor. Which character's voice lines would you like to redo yourself? Uh, I'll be honest, I think literally any of them would be absolutely hilarious. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I chose this because I want I, I want to be able to download the Nick Cooper voice pack where you just yeah exactly. All the characters. Uh, so maybe I'll just pick a character that Colton that you play. Okay, um, hell yeah. So maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll pick Misfortune. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> get a look get a load of my guns shock and awe <laughs> um i kind of i want to be like one of the really like i'll be like zed be like an edgy character but i but would it, just like say everything with like slash s <laughs> can you can you like do it but without the filter so like you don't have the edgy filter it's just your like regular voice <laughs> yeah yeah exactly like that's what i'm saying it's like i just want the whole thing to be yeah. like i'm aware that my voice lines are a little cringe <laughs> Yeah, I think that would be the funniest part is like yeah. being aware. That's I'm trying so funny. to find voice lines on him. Of course, it's not on the actual League of Legends universe oh, why page. Would it be? I, I need, let me go to the wiki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the wiki has it for sure. Oh, for sure, always the, the wiki's got everything. Well, maybe, maybe not forever. Maybe not everything. Uh, I forever. think uh, I think they did not like work with the person who was hosting it or something but oh well anyway yeah so i would i would choose zed i don't i don't see voice lines here to to give you uh an example <laughs> but hey, that's uh, okay we'll just have to listen to it in our dreams we'll just have to have aiden record it in post and insert yeah it that'd be really funny he, yeah aiden needs to do my voice doing zed's voice but in a mm. sarcastic way yeah, that'd be good. I like that. Um, but <laughs> if you guys want to answer uh, the roundtable question, you can hit us up on Twitter. You can hit us up on Discord, uh, discord.gg forward slash leadcast, and go to the roundtable uh, channel. You can send us an email at mail at com, or you can um, send a carrier pigeon to Nick's home in Florida. But it's got to be there by next week, so get to yeah, it. Yeah, figure that out, and uh, I'll be down. For, Nick, uh, if you that. if you receive a carrier pigeon with a roundtable answer, you're not not gonna read it on the show. No, absolutely, it's getting read for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's just a little bit of a challenge for our listeners. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, awesome. You ready to move into mail fight? Absolutely. The first email is from Noah, known C9 fan. This week's question about your favorite splash art made me think of Crystal Rose Swain. Jericho Swain is an elegant, pristine, and charismatic individual. Shows the true class of an auction grand general. What do you think about Swain, Noah? Hey, that's a good splash art. I wouldn't necessarily describe Noxious as a, uh, a um, what did he say? Elegant, pristine, or care? Uh, I guess he he would be charismatic, but uh, I do think it's really funny to describe him as that when he's like this you know very bloodthirsty uh not bloodthirsty maybe but demon like arm vicious, man yeah vicious like tactical ruthless i think is a better a better way to describe him mm-hmm. uh but that's really funny definitely but you know we're, we're it, nick and i big fans of swain we like swain mm-hmm. we like swain big we li- fans we like swain here we like swain uh <laughs> next Thanks, yeah, next email is from Jock Lecoque Grande, who says, Howdy, boys. Jock Lecoque Grande here. Uh, usually dishing out not the cock grande my opponents want, but the cock grande my opponents deserve. <laughs> Anyways, I have been checking the Google Doc spreadsheet for tips, and every month I checked it, I saw the exact same comment. It has taken me about five to six months to finally realize <laughs> that there are multiple tabs, one for each month, and my derpy brain has just been looking at February every month, getting more and more frustrated at my comments not changing. At first, I thought you guys weren't making different comments because I didn't take your advice and playing Yorick and Timo, but more... <laughs> Timo more. But I seem to do better with those champions when I duo with lower ELO friends, and with my higher ELO buddy, I do better with Garen. Finally, today I figured out, and I just didn't realize there are multiple tabs. I'm so embarrassed I wanted to put this out there in case anyone else is at the $5 patron level and didn't notice this either. Sorry for the long email. Grats on Masters, Colton, and hope to see you all on the Rift soon. One of your many That's... fans, Jocka Cockrande. That is so fucking funny. That is very uh, funny. Yeah, we we do change them up. Maybe they'll be similar sometimes. Um but yeah, for the for the most part, like they are different month to month. Yeah, we try and keep them uh, 
different month to month, like Nick said. I definitely will go back and look at like the last month's comment mm-hmm. to see, you know, what either you or Aiden said last time around. There are definitely certain things that like will persist, especially if they don't change. Um, right where it's like, oh, if you have a seventy-five percent win rate on Volibear, but you continue to not pick Volibear, we're, we're gonna tell you to pick that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then you know, I'll also generally only like if there is one that I really feel like needs repeating, I'll I'll pick one and then try and do some some other ones. Um, because mm-hmm. yeah, like nobody wants to hear the same advice every week where it's just like, hey, play play this character lots. Uh, see us yeah. well and get many kill. And at the same time, please recognize that like it is pretty hard to come up with like um, pretty original, unique advice for you, like solely based on your OPGG. Um, like we do have advice tailored to you, um, but there's but a at lot the same we don't time, it's going to be looking at a match history. Yeah, at the same time, it's going to be like pretty general, all things considered. Um, so like we you know we can't go into every single game and spectate and and give you the super highest quality that's what you know coaching is for um but it it is a i I think a really really helpful tool we've we like i i think that the the biggest thing that uh i've seen is like maybe it feels kind of shitty to hear like hey keep playing this character stop like bouncing around um, because that is something that like, you know, you don't need a PhD in league of legends to figure that out. Um, but I, I think it's really cool to, to have a little perspective from someone who does play a lot of solo queue and characters. And, you know, if Colton is telling you, Hey, maybe you should keep playing volleybear, you know, Hey, maybe you should keep playing volleybear, <laughs> you know, don't, don't jump around. Um, I personally use uh, a and I think it really keeps in perspective uh, the kind of the the season long aspect of ranked, um, where on the little sidebar it'll tell you how much cumulative uh, LP you've gained from like each character that you've played. And when I'm like reviewing people and like, hey, I've not been having like the most recent success on like Sejuani, for instance. Uh, and then I'll look over and they've gained 600 LP on Sejuani over the course of the season. It's like, well, maybe you could tough it out because obviously like in the grand scheme of things, maybe not in the two game sample size of this past week, like it's been really successful, but over the course of the season, you are up an entire division, like uh, from, from where you started. Can you playing your, playing your main, you know, like put it like, obviously it doesn't feel good to lose sometimes, but like put it aside and, and stick with it. And I promise you'll see results. Mm-hmm. If you, if you had to guess best guess, how many LP have I got from misfortune from misfortune? Yeah. Genuinely. I'm going to say like 700 plus 642. You're close. Yeah. It, like an insane amount. And if you keep it in perspective like that, Colton, if you have like five terrible misfortune games in a row and, and your mindset is like, I like this character is so fucking worthless. Like I, I can't do anything. I'm playing perfectly, but my team is like so bad. I need to move on to something else. Like then you can look at that, keep that in in mind, and say like, "Whole oh, okay." It, it's just a small little sample size of things going poorly. Like mm-hmm. I, I need to step back, look at the big picture, and see that the character I've been maining and having like overall success on is a character that I should stick with. <laughs> yeah, but I would never have five bad games in a row. Uh, right now, I don't think it's possible for you. No, to have I, five I just, bad games I just like loaded my last like 120 games, and I only have one instance of losing three in a row. Yeah, and I'll say like. Like maybe bad game in a row is not like the best comparison. Yeah, yeah. I I don't like no no flame at all. I don't think your scores are like crazy good. I don't think you're like one v nine hard. Oh no, they're shit. But like obviously you're performing whatever your whatever the fuck role your team needs from an eighty carry because you're winning. (laughs) 70% 70% of like all of your games that you're playing. I'm like just straight up. It's because I'm a jungler in an 80 carry hat. I'm not mm-hmm. playing for my like as much as I am playing for myself. It's just like I'm playing to fit the role of the team where like there you know there are games where I'll play like Kindred Jungle and like I'm I'm a DPS role that game. 
but I very much, yeah. like, I think understand more than a lot of AD carry players that's like, hey, my solo lanes are winning. I don't need to be the big threat. I don't need to win the team fights. I don't need a 1v9. A lot of times, I need to let them 4v4, and I just hit tower because MF kills towers quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's, like, something that I've really noticed while I'm playing, like, not support. Um, if you just kind of, like, chill and don't force, like, really bad fights and... and you know, make bad decisions. Like a lot of the time you can just wait for your opponents to make a mistake. And that's going to be, you know, the dagger for them. A lot of the times, Mm -hmm. especially in high ELO, where like one really big mistake can, can honestly decide a game, whether that be like you didn't exhaust at the right time. And Katarina got the reset to like get the triple kill, you know, something very minor and small like that, that in lower ELOs may not have the same, impact uh is like exponential in in higher elos yeah um but to go back to the beginning of all of it thank you for the email yeah i guess we we went on a really long tangent (laughs) it's fine um but yeah thank you for the email and make sure you're checking the appropriate month for those uh, profile reviews the tabs are at the bottom i promise we do them uh maybe it's not you know by the first of the month if something comes up um but a, a couple days after, we'll have it 100%. Um, and uh, it, it, maybe it's very similar to last month's, but I promise we've looked at it. And if that's the advice that we think that you need, um, then, you know, heed it. Also, I, I'm going to do a little PSA here because I think it, maybe it's a little unclear sometimes. I personally won't review some uh, a- accounts if there are less than like 10 ranked games. Um, it just feels like to me that that's a good, you know, 10 rankings of the course of a month is not like a ton to, to ask. Um, and I think that advice would, would be better for people who, uh, you know, are, are actively climbing. Yeah. Uh, if, I would... if you would, if you would like your, your, you, you know, uh, OPGG to, to reflect your normal games, if you're practicing stuff or some flex or something like that. Um, definitely message one of us and we'll add a little note to review, um, to, to review that. Um, but otherwise like that's, that's my perspective. You know, if you're not playing at least 10, 10 year incomes a month, then there's not a lot of advice that I could give you aside from, Hey, play more. Yeah. I, I would definitely agree with that. And I've taken to, if it, if there is like between like five to 10, I'll try and, add like one comment whereas normally i try and do like three or four yeah per profile you know if i see something but i mean if like if what i'm looking at is like three games of zach and like you have the same build every game it's like it's hard to say a whole lot about it now if i like see something obvious where i'm like oh in this game they had soraka top and yumi support and you never built heel cut. Like, okay, that's that's an easy thing to bring up. Yeah. But if there's not like a low hanging fruit like that, it's it's hard to come up with good advice with a sample size of like four to seven games. Yeah, especially if those are all different um, like characters and roles. You know, like if if you're playing top two games and then a support and a mid game, like. I don't, I, what advice can we give you for those spe- like very specific games and not like an overall picture, you know, without, without diving too deep into the games that you played. Um, so cool. Yeah. yeah. I think that was a, a good little, um, segment on our thought process, maybe even beyond, um, you know, the patron rewards, but into like ranked itself. <laughs> so Definitely. cool. Thank you, Jacques. Our next email is from the TF2 janitor. Oh, he's back. Interesting. Dear Leadcast, hi guys, it's me, the janitor who used to work at Valve. Eight months ago, I wrote in about uh, how I, as the sole TF2 dev, I had just gotten a job at Riot, uh, Riot Games to work on League of Legends and then was promptly fired once I read my resume. I've been stuck in their uh, Los Angeles office ever since, ironically, in a janitor's closet slash server room combo. I think they lost the keys to this because no one ever comes in and the door is locked. Anyway, I dumped a bucket of water on their firewall, which is why I can finally send you an email. I've been busy these last eight months taking revenge on Riot for locking me in here. I'm responsible for the last 12 Zeri changes. 
Did you know no one on the dev team actually reads the patch notes? I deleted all the Akali chromas. They lied about it, not matching their new design philosophy. I raised Yee's win rate by 10%. I'm also the one who made the special game mode chance for the ultimate spellbook random. Uh, I keep trying to delete every character sans Yumi, uh, but as I saw, I don't know, sans Yumi, except Yumi, but somehow they always catch it before release. I'm also responsible for the streamers being banned by Riot Korea. By the way, Riot Korea is just a fancy automated voicemail service and no one actually works there. Also speaking of Akali, Riot actually killed the old voice actor to Jesus to cover up an RP embezzlement pyramid scheme, which is why they had changed the voice actor for Star Guardians. I haven't been all bad. I keep putting Tim Kench as a new character in the game, but they always catch it. And the next patch, I'm planning to switch on switching Sona and Seraphine's kits. I've been living off four pallets of Cheeto bags, but I'm getting close to the end of them. If no one lets me out before I finish them off, I'm going to spray water onto the servers in hopes that they'll notice something is wrong. Let this be a lesson to anyone who applies at Riot. You will get trapped in a janitor's closet, closet and forced to eat Cheetos for eight months. Regretfully, TFT janitor. P.S. Who is doing the TFT updates now that I'm not doing them? Did they hire another janitor? I was told those local uh, localization updates were cr- uh, critical. <laughs> Ooh, uh, some uh, expounding upon the uh, the Riot Games lore. Yeah, TFT janitor. Thank you for the update and uh, for trying to get Tim Kench in there. You're doing, you know, you're doing the Lord's work. In Tim <laughs> Kench in the game. That's what I. That's what I would say. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, TFT. Thank you. Uh, next email is from Big Mike. Hey guys, I'm listening back to when Samira was first released and your hot takes on her, and I want to know what your worst takes about a character when they first came out versus who they are now. Uh, for example, you all thought Samira should be punished for not stacking style. Uh, Nick also thought she would be overpowered, whereas now he's pissed that she got nerfed. Also, with the Rune King book coming out, I'd love to know which story you think would be the best told via book. I thought the Frail Yard Watcher book would be best. I've only been playing LOL for about a year, so I'm sure you have a lot of stories. Big Mike. Uh, also, I'm writing a D&D campaign which is 50% Frail Yard and 50% Norse mythology, and I wanted to know, out of all the League of Legends champions, who do you think is the ultimate big, bad, evil guy... Uh, for a D&D campaign, looking at you, Colton, I'd love to send you my campaign when I am done. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll think about that for a little bit. Do you ha- do you remember having any, like, particular takes on a character so, when they first came out? Uh, I mean, honestly, I think my Nyla take is, um, like, probably my worst one. I think I I, I definitely overreacted, like, a, a, a little bit. I do think she's, like, incredibly strong and people simply aren't playing her. Her win rate is really, really high, even after the like really harsh nerfs that she's received, uh, which leads me to believe that her release would have actually been disgustingly broken. Um, it is 51.28% on uh, a pretty small sample size. Uh, I-, I think her XP passive is absolutely bonkers ridiculous. Uh, a lot of the times, if you have the push at level 6... Um, you, you know, you can be level six by the time they're simply level four still, uh, which I think is absolutely insane. Um, but as for like specifically the Samira one, I think like, I think my Samira takes have been pretty, pretty decent. All things considered, uh, I, as someone who will like simp for the character because she's probably the most fun 80 carry to play. Um, like with that, with that bias in mind, I think, it, I think, it is fair to say that she was extremely overpowered on launch uh, and needed to be nerfed. I do think they went really, really hard on the nerf simply because her ban and pick rate were both really high, um, which Riot has said is is uh, does make a character eligible for uh, uh, you know nerf uh, uh, is them being like two pick ban. Um, I personally don't like that philosophy but i can understand why that you know if so, if someone is banning cassid in 83 percent of the time obviously they should be looked at um even if the win rate is like 40 percent, you know um but it, it is frustrating as someone who played the character um so yeah like i think 
the Samira nerfs went too far and then they've brought her in a decent direction. I wish she were not as reliant on like engaged supports as she is. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think that's a pretty fair analysis. Yeah. I would say. Um, I would say, I don't know if it was necessarily at release, but I'd say for me, definitely like my hardest take and then hardest 180 was on Kha'Zix. Cause the first time I played Kha'Zix, I absolutely hated the character. Mm. Because I thought okay, he was so it's just... it's been a long time since you've had a bad take. Yeah, yeah, I've, I haven't had a bad take <laughs> since then. Um, okay. But, like, when I... The first time I played Kha'Zix, I was just like, man, this is just shitty Rengar. Like, his mm. Q is, is big big damage, but it's not even an auto-attack reset. And yeah. his W slows, but it doesn't even have a chance to, like, root. And, like, I can't just fly across the map onto somebody and, like, why why <laughs> do they have to be isolated? As Rengar, I can jump into five people and still 100 to zero, That's you funny. know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then I ended up playing a bajillion games of Kha'Zix and him being one of my highest performance characters ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not in recent years. I somehow got shit at Kha'Zix or just not good at jungle anymore. Um, but definitely I'd say that that would be one of them. Um, I think um, like single target junglers have not been good for quite some time, unfortunately. Um, as for your final kind of question in this big mic of what lol champions do you think would be the ultimate big bad evil guy? I think it's going to depend, I mean, a lot on like your campaign and campaign setting. Yeah. But I, I do think that like off the bat, Swain is certainly going to be in the top tier. Well, so remember he said for a 50% Freljord, 50% um, Norse, mm-hmm. like Nordic. So I don't know if like, do you, like does it need to be a Freljord bad guy? I don't or are we just saying like so. bad guy in general? I, I think what he's going with is that it's like Freljord and Norse mythology. So like, the pantheon and creation of the world is in line with that, but I don't think it's necessarily limited to those. Um, if okay. I, if that I, was my interpretation is, is yeah, if, would have if to be I limited. did want to go though, the other way, then I would probably lean into like the amorphous concept of like the watchers being the big bad mm-hmm. and right. Like the idea of, you know, maybe a champion of the watchers is rising or like a rift is opening being like the, the driving conflict of the campaign because yeah lissandra you know is, is going around waking the watchers something mm-hmm. like that yeah i'm not a nor uh lore nerd um like i know we have so I'm, I'm sure i say we i'm sure we've said something incorrect probably um that we'll get a, an email about def- you guys don't definitely. even know that lissandra actually hates the watchers <laughs> Don't you know that she changed sides seven days ago when they posted this article uh, I regret calling them lore nerds because, uh, hey, you guys could listen to League of Lore Heads, uh, and they do a good job explaining the lore. Um, True. And the Lissandra one is actually really good, <laughs> unironically. Uh, yeah. Also, I would <laughs> say uh, having Nunu and Willump as an NPC needs to happen if you're doing if it if it is ultimately like based in the Freljord and not just based on like a, a Freljord ex Norse mythology like pantheon. If, if they were, like, trudging through the Freljord, just, like, they randomly stumble across a kid, and they're, like, trying to save him, and then all of a sudden his giant yeti is behind them would be such yeah, a fun that'd be such a Yeah, that would be a good, like, one-off, you know? Yeah, they're like, oh, no, we need to rescue this child. And they turn around, and there's, like, a 12-foot yeti behind them. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So good luck writing your campaign, and hopefully those ideas were helpful to you, Big Mike. Yeah. That sounds really fun. Mm-hmm. Um... I think it is you. I think so, yeah. yeah. Our last email is from our resident Echo main, Mad Mardigan78. Hola, fellas. I don't speak Spanish. Hola just rhymed with fella, so I went with it. <laughs> Been a listener for about four years now. Would this be my first time writing in? Uh, and I'm being so tilted out of my fucking mind. The context, I get that MMR and ranked are different while being connected, but what I don't get is how bad the matchmaking system really is. I use Blitzapp for pregame info on my opponent, so I also get information on my own team. And what I've noticed is that at least three times a day out of a 10-game session, as a consistent Silver 2 to Silver 4 player, I get teamed with at least one Iron teammate. Again, I understand that person's MMR may be close to my own, but there's no way in hell that uh, that can be the case with these players. 
the most recent one, uh, which he linked below, but I we, we don't look at individual games, unfortunately. Uh, the Iron 1 player on my team has a 30% win rate and is being placed in the jungle role versus a Silver 3 Lee Sin that is in a duo with the mid lane Morgana. How in God's Green Earth are we getting a player that is at uh, 600 LP lower than his opponent being placed in this game? Oh, and that is not even the worst one. A game I dodged had an Iron 380 carry with a 43% win rate. I know what Riot wants us all to say around 50% win rate. But this is getting ridiculous. It's like they are actually trying to make my teams lose. I know by the time you read this, uh, uh, I will have moved on past my tiltness, and I don't expect you to have a remedy. But just help an old man with some comforting words. Your resident echo main, Mad Mardigan seventy eight. P.S. I carried my ass off in that game, but we still lost after I tried to uh, kill the enemy Jin, who had a GA, which I popped, but then Zillion ulted him, which I then killed him again. When he came back a third time, I ulted out. <laughs> landed uh right on top of the gin killing him the final time but i was cued by the trash morgana and killed allowing them to win <laughs> your resident echo vein mad mardigan 78 man sounds like a game five in a liquid series it sure does boy howdy do i fucking hate zillion Ew. Uh, i really truly don't understand how that character has not been played more and then subsequently nerfed changed uh, um, well, I think a really good perspective to have is like only fix your, like only worry about your own mistakes. If your teams like lose or make mistakes, it's going to happen. There's nothing you could do about it. it. There's like actually zero use in getting frustrated, um, and, and getting upset at that. Like that's a really easy thing to say, but if you, if you look statistically at like every single game, you know, one out of 10 times you should uh or i guess yeah one out of ten times you should positively like impact the game in a way that means that 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 you let your team win uh win like your play caused you to win one out of ten times you know your play caused you to lose and then everything else is entirely decided by the rest of your team like you can absolutely have some like impact in that i'm not i'm not saying that it's a coin flip and, and your play is worthless it may feel like that sometimes, but it's not. Uh, that's just like statistically anything beyond that. Like two out of 10 games are influenced by you, like specifically. Anything beyond that is going to be, you know, a, a blessing or a curse. And for the most part, out of your hands. And there's not a lot you can do about that. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's like the best advice, but <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's the advice that I have. Yeah, I mean, it's there's a lot of variables all jumbling around when it comes to, like, matchmaking and your teammates and what roles they are and what rank they are. And, like, you mm -hmm. can't actually see their MMR. So even though you might have, like, an iron player against a gold player, like, maybe it's because that gold player's MMR is ridiculously low and that iron player's MMR is ridiculously high. You just can't see those things. Um, yeah it, it's really dumb like i 100 percent get the frustration um like uh, getting matched with players that you perceive to be better or worse um uh, go ahead and like turn that off like don't don't look at that if you find yourself getting tilted you know dodge games based on that information or don't look at it at all because i i think like having access to that information can be a, a blessing and a curse oh for sure if you if you see your teammate lock in their 30% win rate misfortune, it can be extremely frustrating and a reason for you to dodge. But at the same time, there's no there, there's there's not a 30% chance that you're going to win that game. There are other factors involved. Yeah, and I, I would also say that like a lot of times the full scope of things is not apparent. Or like for me, for example, right now, like if I locked in Zillion in our dual Q game, Nick, you'd say, oh, wow, he's got a 39% win rate Zillion. But like if I went to season 11, it's like, wait a minute, he's got a 58% win rate Zillion. Season 10, he's got 56% win rate Zillion. Like, yeah. Okay, Obviously, yeah, I'm, this I'm not person is good more. at Zillion. Yeah, he's or just at had least some plays like bad games. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and sorry, like you're, you're very rarely going to check like their last season, or maybe they've been playing it on a different account or again, maybe they just think that it is the right pick here. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I played a poppy support game. I have zero games of poppy support, uh, played this season 
Um, we we ended up losing, but I, I not because I I lacked in Poppy. You know, it was it, it was the right play into, um, it was into Zach Camille. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna lock in Poppy. It's not, you know, it was me first timing it, um, but it didn't negatively impact the game. So I think that's something that like. Like I said, definitely a blessing, definitely a curse sometimes. And it just I has think to do you, with how you react to the information. And yeah, like, you, you like you get in your own head like uh, before the game even starts. Yeah, I mean, and there's certainly been times where I've looked and been like, oh, I'm against you know some ridiculous stats like 400 LP player. Like ah, I'm I'm gonna get fucked in lane and I like win that game, but I lose to like the D2 50% win rate laner. Yeah, exactly. That's what, like taking the extremes is like if you Colton, if you played against a silver four player and you knew that information beforehand, you're thinking, okay, this is going to be the easiest game of my life. Like there's zero percent chance that I lose this. But if they're confident on their pick and they play it extremely well and it, you know, counters yours, let's just take the the easiest argument to to make. There is a non zero percent chance that they that they lose that game. Uh, or or that that the they win that game, you know. Oh and yeah. If you take the opposite side of that, where let's say you're playing fucking general sniper rank one on Riven, if you go into it thinking like I'm gonna lose this game, I'm gonna get absolutely smashed, like it, that's half the battle that you've already lost is mm-hmm. is like the confidence to go for certain plays. You're gonna have a mindset that is going to be overall pretty negative yeah and i mean i think that yeah i mean those are really good examples and i mean even like my my very minuscule claim to fame was laning against and and beating box box with my renekton into his riven back in like season six and i definitely played aggro and i probably won that lane like the one in nine times that i would (laughs) that one game where it happened but it's like Again, like you just have to buckle down and still play the game the same way. Like if they're good or they're bad, you know you need to maximize your advantages, punish their mistakes. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, you you had the the pleasure of playing against um, Tyler one recently, and oh yeah, like he destroyed uh, me. I'm I'm sure you did, uh, did. You know that information like going into it? I didn't. Somebody said something early on, like I'm a big fan, and I looked up the account name later. Yeah, so like. It, that's a that's a, an example of like okay okay it didn't work that time but you having that information i imagine probably would have strictly made you play worse based on like hey i'm i'm playing in front of a huge audience against someone who's much much better than me so like wh- what do i what do i do there you know like why why go into it defeated when you haven't even started the match you mm. know yeah so hopefully that was helpful. Yeah, Mad Martigan. Hope so. <laughs> hopefully you're not getting as uh, many people in in your games that are upsetting you. But like again, matchmaking is always kind of a coin flip, and the best you can really hope for is that like in the long run it, it evens out. You get placed with players that are your skill level, and that if you're playing better than where you're rated, you'll start to climb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thank you one more time for the email, and I think, Nick, we're ready to wrap up the show. Yeah, that'll do it for this episode of Leadcast. If, uh, thank you for listening. Oh, I'm sorry. Before we get to that, Colton, it is the first episode of this beautiful month of September. Ooh, true. Let me uh, get on our Patreon. Yeah. And sorry about that. I just remembered. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're good. We we stall while I we stall we stall. Are you looking for? Do you have any plans this upcoming uh, week? I um yeah, I'm going to the LCS finals over the weekend. Oh yeah, Poggers. So you flew out to Chicago. Yeah, <laughs> came back for two or three days and are are going straight back. Couldn't get enough. Yep, back again. Back there again. and back again. Colton goes <laughs> to finals. Uh, but yeah, thank you to all of our <laughs> wonderful patrons. Gonna read through the wall of support, starting with Aaron, Adrian, Adrian, sadly not a Joshua, Alex, Andrew, Anivia, Armis, Arsonist, Austin, Beer Better, Bellator, Blabby, Blackwalk, 
Black Wax, Big Peen Sheen, Blooper, Brady, Brosif, Brother Dust, Chaz, Chris, Kodio, Colton, Coin Toss, Coastal Toast, Dabular, Dalton, Daddy Kaiser, Dapper Dodge, David, David the Deadly Tiger, Ghost Leal, Devin, Diggity Daxter, Dippy, Dr. Libby, Don't Be Creative, Drive Forward, Dr. Nolly, Drew, Dr. Herferferfer, Dream Villain J, Ellis Saga, Elliot, Inebriated Otter, X Vengeance, Foxlow, Franco, Fritz, Frozen Ninja, Gabriel, Gamer Wolf, Guillermo, George, Grey White Gunner, Harry Spanker, Harley, Hexen, Heckin Duck, H Fire, Herx, I Cosplay Gragas, I Am 3D Ski, Ebra, Iron Squid, Isaac, It's In My Veins, Jacob, Jake, Jake, Jake from State Farm, Jamal, Jotty, Jape, uh, Jaziel, Jeff, Jesse, Jesse, Jigmink, Jisoo, Joby, John, Jonah, Jonaho, Jorge, Jordan, Josh, Josh, but not a Josh, 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 Joshua, Josh, Joshua, Joshua, Calzafar, Chaos, Karen, Kennedy, Klon, Amy, Koi, the Monkey Boy, Colby, Conrad, Crambone, Chris, Kyle, Landon, League Saint, aka Matt, aka Jocklecock Grande, Lacona, Levi, Levi spells evil, Leviathan, Lisp Sync, Little Barnabas, Little Lorian, Loffy, Lucas, Madeline, Man Mannington, Marshall, Mary Makes No Sense, Max and Mox, Mew Pew Pew Your Face, Michael, Midgekale, Milkman, Monty, Mr. Ginger, Muse Guy, My Balls, Your Gin, Nathan, Nathan, Nathaniel, <laughs> uh, Nikoj, Night Rift, Noah, Noah, NYC Poem, Nick T. Knox, Oscar Orden, Papakush Ivern, Pards Bay, Picasso, Pocky, Puff Clouding, Purple Play Panda, Raphael, Rattlesnake Jake, Red Lefty, RJ, Roy, Ryan, 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 S49, Sammy, Scarecrow Jones, Sejuani's Baby Daddy, Selfius, Seth, Stu, Stuart, Sunny, Sunny Pebble, T1 Sharko, T Hubs, Tanner, Thane, The Last Samurai, the Rano Gaming, The Slater, Thomas, Thomas, Titties and Bitties, Discotlam, Ty, Ty, Walter, Womper, Will, William, Wolfie, Wyatt, Zavarox, X Strong, Zod, Yanis, Yumi with a Gun, Zorica, Joman, and Zyra is my champ. Whew, we made it. We hey, made for it. that, bud. Hell yeah. And thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you'd like to send us an email, you can mail us at e- uh, mail at leecastpodcast.com. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Basket and LeagueCastFrost. Tweet at us at LeagueCast on Facebook, we are LeagueCast. Visit our website, LeagueCastPodcast.com. Join our Discord server, discord.gg slash LeagueCast, and support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash LeagueCast. Thank you guys once again for listening, and we'll see you next uh, next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.